Okay, it's Monday night. The bonus points are in. Uh, we're recording. It's not quite midnight yet. We're going to be talking through the game week, how we all did, Kevin De Bruyne's success, Bruno Fernandes' annoying benching. Talk about our differentials and finish off by wondering which footballers would make the best boxes ahead of the AJ versus Pelé fight on Saturday. Okay, so I am joined by Sam Story. Sam, do you want to say hi to everyone? Yeah. Hi, everyone. Hope you had a really good week. Um, and it went well for you, really. Joel, as I was watching, uh, I think it was Tottenham Arsenal, and Jamie Redknapp was giving that terrible punditry. I, something reminded me of you, basically. There's a lot of Jamie Redknapp in you, I think, when he tries to articulate a point. How are you doing? <laughs> um... Not very well. Not very well at all. Uh, yeah. Not feeling very articulate. Feeling not very happy. You it's even mispronounced awful. articulate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you didn't even do that deliberately. No. It's also, just not, not, not feeling very articulate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's not been, uh, it's not been a good couple of days for my, my fancy team. But yeah, getting through, getting by. Okay, so that obviously leads us on to our first topic, game week 11. Sam, you did well again. Yeah, I got 77 points, which is pretty good. I had Son, I kept Son and Kane, which a lot of people haven't done. Um, I just don't see the point in getting rid of either of them. And I captained De Bruyne, which is pretty good value, really. And then I, I actually brought in De Bruyne this week which I was a bit nervous about because I was wondering whether he was actually going to start because it was against Fulham. Um, but he did uh, start over Foden, Joel. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I had Bruno Fernandes and Calvert-Lewin as well, who also scored points, and Reese James. So yeah, not bad, 77 points. You sound quite happy about uh, Man City beating Fulham, Sam. Mm. No, no, I wasn't happy at all. Like There was nothing I enjoyed about... Um, uh, Sterling getting that opening goal and that penalty was an absolute joke. He, he literally was not touched. He was not touched and it was a penalty. VAR is a joke. Arguably, it should go. It's making decisions worse. Watching Southampton tonight, how can you say that was a penalty? I just cannot believe it. Arguably, it's making things worse. It should go. It's but definitely making things worse. It's a disgrace. It's an absolute disgrace. I can't, I can't say enough bad things about it. Yeah, and also, it's just the fact that if you're in that stadium today as well, you have no idea what's going on. Wasn't when he yeah. stopped his box, just watching that same thing again and again. It's just like, well, he touched him outside the box first. And then it was, I don't understand how they can say that's clear and obvious area. It's but. like, no one knows what's going on, but at least you can assume that you don't know what's going, going on, but they're getting it right. They're <laughs> yeah, not exactly. getting it right. They're getting it wrong. It's just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> also, Sam, um, you know how you say nothing you enjoyed about that? When um, the game was gone and City were teeing it up and, and KDB went through and on goal, there's no <laughs> way in which you weren't willing at it. <laughs> uh, I can't believe he hit the bar first. <laughs> I think that was that actually came second, and then when he was through on goal, I was like, Ariola, why are you so good? Imagine a hat trick and an assist, it would have been so good. Oh. Joel, how was your game week? Uh, considerably worse than Sam's, like, actually, just awful. <laughs> um, the only good thing about my week is that Foden, who was my captain, <laughs> didn't play a single minute. Um, because it might me, means uh, Calvert Lewin, who's my vice, gets double points. 
Um, <laughs> Why didn't you buy Salah? Just looking at your team now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I thought Wolves would be half decent. They've been pretty solid at the back, but yeah, anyway. Um, yes, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it was pretty rubbish. Just, uh, I mean, I have Vardy, but uh, Kane, I took him out for Kane, so, like, a stupid transfer. I took Son out for Ziyech, and since I did that, Son's got, like, 10 points against City, and then, I don't know how many well, points he's got, 12 points against Arsenal. And Ziyech's got, like, five in like three games it's been awful I just rubbish just so bad I'm just I just I, th- I thought I'd kind of go for a few road decisions to try and catch up up with you guys but they've been terrible decisions Joel you've got to keep your head early doors you've got to keep your head we're only like 11 game weeks in I'm bottling it big time I think also, Joel, listens, yeah anyway, you go Sam uh, well I was just going to say like a bit irrelevant but Joel, when I look at your team, it just gives me anxiety. It's absolutely <laughs> terrible. I don't even know where to start on how to change it. It's, I mean, I've, I've already bought in Son for Ziyech, um, which is stupid, having already taken out Son for Ziyech. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. It looks rough. Foden, Fo- I thought Foden would be kind of this like, little sneaky guy that would, like, he's been crap. Um, as if I there was know. like plenty of indications that he was going to be good. Yeah, I know. I know what a joke. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm going to do about De Bruyne. I'm pretty stressed about not having him. It's basically a toss-up between Bruno and De Bruyne, and I don't know who to go for. Um, but yeah, things aren't looking good at all. We'll discuss uh, those guys later. I mean, the thing is, is like your shocks that you did badly, but anyone who listened to me and Sam, like just looked at your team, knew you were captaining Foden and knew it was going to go terribly. So I don't know why you're so shocked. Louis, your analogy earlier was if you went into an exam and deliberately got every question wrong and then was upset later that you did badly. <laughs> yeah, I texted that... Sam that privately, Joel. <laughs> yeah, fair. That's a pretty, uh, pretty decent point, to be fair. Do you but, know what annoyed um, me quickly in that City game, which actually helped you out? It's the fact that Guardiola whines about no uh, wanting f- five subs and he didn't make a single change in that game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But also, he did an interesting... He, talk, he spoke about the rotation of his squad, I think, after the game. And he made quite an interesting point about how he doesn't rotate players. He, he wants his best team every time. And I think from that, it's quite clear Foden isn't in his best team. If Foden hasn't hasn't started the last Joel, Joel, I don't buy that because like he, he keeps banging on about these like five substitutions. He's gotta to want to like rotate more. And given that he played that first eleven for ninety minutes, I reckon Foden would definitely play the full ninety against Man United and he'll probably score. I reckon you should captain him. <laughs> <laughs> for a second, for a second I thought you were uh, you're um being legit. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't know what I'm going to do with him. He's dead weight. Uh, mm. I may I as well have him. like, I may as well have a 4.5 instead of him. Um, cause he's just doing nothing for me. Okay. Um, so, yeah. I'll quickly do my team 72 points, but with a minus four, so 68. I bought in, I took a hit for De Bruyne. I took him in, bought him in for Anguissa, but had to downgrade Kane, sadly, to Welbeck to do that. But I captained De Bruyne, and I would have captained Bruno if I didn't do that. So that was the right call, even though now. I slightly don't like not owning Kane, but I have Son. So that's where my points came from. Son, KDB captain, and then Calvert-Lewin, Welbeck, and Werner all got 
got six, five and five. But I don't think it was a pretty bad game week. I just got saved by my captain. So That's all it is though. All, the, all you need is a good captain, let's be honest. Well, that moves me on to next game week and why I think it's worth taking another hit to get Salah because there's no other real clear captaincy choices. This was Son, Son away to Son away to Palace. I don't. I like. I, I think Palace are quite solid. Uh, maybe they're not. But what but yeah, about? Um, I was thinking. What about Ings at home to Sheffield United? Mm. Yeah, but I don't own Danny Ings. Yeah, but I could bring him for Werner. To be fair. Yeah, yeah, you've got to do that. Werner's got to go. Did you see that compilation Werner's of all his misses? <laughs> yeah, I sent it to <laughs> It's literally endless. It's like, <laughs> it's like a two-minute video. It's, it's actually awful. It's, it's the so worst bad. thing. Because I have owned him since game week one. And not only have I owned him since game week one, I'm obviously like a Chelsea fan as well. So like the double whammy of just the heart blood pressure is he just misses sitter after sitter. It actually that brings vi- us That on. video is genuinely a career's worth of misses. <laughs> <laughs> it's happened, happened in four weeks. Uh, so that actually brings us conveniently onto our first question. We tweeted out our questions. We got more messages than we did uh, tweet replies. And the first one is basically asking, how has Werner become so bad in a month? And will he get better, basically? So that question, I just say, like, the Bundesliga is a farmer's league. <laughs> to be honest, that's the only explanation. Because you don't just get that bad where you just start missing completely open. Maybe that's an invalid point because you'd score them in the Bundesliga, whether it was that's a Bundesliga yeah. or that's not. That's my thing. Because yeah. if he, I didn't have him watch enough Bundesliga to know whether he just gets loads of chances in Bundesliga and therefore can get away more with. Yeah, yeah, that might be right. That but question came from Joe Morris, by the way. I was told to say that. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> um, but he's obviously getting the chances. Like, it's not, uh, it's not like defences are sh- shutting up shop and he can't like get a toe in or get a foot in. Yeah, to be fair, he creates like some decent openings himself as well. Like he's got rapid pace and that's about it. But just still, must be a confidence gets... thing. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. He does have really rapid pace. He also doesn't stop running for the whole game as well. Like yeah, in the yeah. last minute of that game, he's gone, got me those yeah. three points. Yeah. Um, I'd still start him every game, to be honest. But With Pulisic? Because... Both, oh, if, yeah, if Pulisic yeah, and Zia could fit, I actually don't think you do. Because off the bench, that pace and like the chances he gets could be really. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, Werner was the one of all our, of all Chelsea signings this season. Werner was the one I was certain would be good regardless. Yeah, like, I, I agree. think he'd take time. I thought he'd just slot in straight away, but it's actually apart from Havertz, it's taken him the most time to get used to it. Someone, I saw a tweet that said Kai Havertz is basically just Nemanja Matic standing at Cam, just like passing the ball sideways. And just <laughs> <doing nothing. laughs> that is true, actually. Yeah, he, does, he does. He literally, like in that game, doesn't contribute nothing. I'm sure he'll come good, but he's struggling. Okay, another question from uh, Joel, one of your friends called George, who says, how to deal with Pep Roulette and City players in general? Fed up of bringing in Cancelo slash Sterling and then to not start. Uh, bring in Phil Foden. Yeah, that's the answer. That's the answer to all your worries. He doesn't get rotated. He's just permanently dropped. <laughs> yeah. In all, in all seriousness, no, though, I think the answer to that question is don't bring in anyone apart from De Bruyne at the moment. Yeah. Because yeah. even if De Bruyne gets rotated, which he does maybe like once every five or six games, yeah. he'll get enough points in between to make it worth it. Yeah, agree. Yeah, I agree with that. Next one is... In a world where everyone's teams are the same, how do you do better? Uh, I guess that sort of links to our differential, but they're always rubbish. So, 
Joel, you're definitely not an expert at this, though. Yeah, no, I have no answer to that question. But I think is it's the worst you keep way to play to FPL, yeah. You just need to get the most points possible and not think about other people's teams, and then you all look after itself, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because not because everyone owns everyone. Yeah. Like, Louis, you and I are top of our league, and we base, we've got very, very similar teams. And I think there's a reason for that, to be honest. Realistically, you've just got to start, you've got to bring in as many players who are just hitting form mm. as you possibly can. I just think that's the trick to fantasy. I know the thing that I think where I've gone wrong is for some reason. So when when Spurs got the bad run of fixtures coming up, I was like, "Oh, the Spurs are going to do badly. I'm I'm going to take them out." That wasn't based on anything. That was just a hunch I had. I was like, "Oh, Spurs are going to hit a bit of a a sticky patch," and I was like, "Okay, so I'm going to take Son and Kane out," and then like, what a ridiculous thing to do. And yeah, yeah I just I like. Leicester weren't in particularly good form, but I was like, oh, Vardy might be a bit better than Kane. I'm going to bring in him, that, bring him in, I'll captain Vardy. That'll mean I'll be able to catch up with people a bit. That wasn't based on anything. And it's just hindsight, obviously, yeah, whatever, but it's just awful, awful decision. You just got to remember it's a 38-game week season. So we could have, yeah. Louis and I could have a good first 11 games and then you could have a good last 27 games. There's yeah. no point like going all out at yeah, the I start think, and ruining your chances of catching up. Literally, the yeah. worst thing you can do is try to think about who other people have and think, oh, well, they own Salah anyway. But like, if you think Salah's going to do well, own Salah. And over the season, you can just back yourself. Like, there's double game weeks. There's like missed game weeks where you can like make a really big ground. But if you just make the right decision, and Sam's right, form is everything. All right, next question is, this is the question I'm debating with myself is which premium assets to own because they're all doing quite well you've got Salah, KDB, Kane, Son, Bruno, Sterling, Vardy I'm going to rule out Sterling from that but that's a question from Jack. Yeah uh, I've, I've, I looked at my team actually and I thought I've got four out of the big five I reckon. I reckon the big five are Kane, Son, Fernandes, De Bruyne and Salah and the only one I don't have is Salah and he's arguably the best one um, but, yeah, I just think those are the top five and get as many as, of them as you can. Because I, I, I think particularly with Son and Kane, they play off each other. If one gets points, often the other one does as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah, see, I, I don't have Kane or uh, De Bruyne. And I, I can bring Kane in for, for Vardy, but I don't know how to get De Bruyne in my team. Which I, I think I'd probably rather De Bruyne over Fernandez. Just because I don't back Solskjaer, you know, like United will get more bad results than City will over the course of the season. Yeah, you Bru- game, Joel. I mean, Bruno Fernandes is literally so good. <laughs> he makes so much happen. Yeah, I know, but so does so does De Bruyne, and I'd say De Bruyne's probably got better players around him. You know, <laughs> like if if you had one or the other, it's like. I don't know. I don't know. Like this week, not having De Bruyne was awful, but I guess maybe there'll be another week where not having Bruno would be awful. So it's hard to know, really. It's such fine margins. My thing opinion, is, though, like, yeah, yeah, go on. Dude. Sorry, I was just going to say my one is that if United score, you've got a really good chance Bruno Fernandez is going to be goal or assist. Kane and Son, it's almost certainly going to be them. Salah, yeah. Liverpool pop up on your phone, goal. It's going to be. Yeah. Whereas, and I've got KDB, the reason. It probably doesn't show because he was top scorer last season. The reason I lean less towards KDB is just because they can score five and because he can sit quite deep, they, he can get none. Whereas the other, this just wouldn't happen with any of the others. Mm. 
also I was going to say about Man United that Joey, you say like you don't back Solskjaer, they're a bit inconsistent. But Man United, can you remember the last time they didn't score in the Premier League? Because I can't. And they, they even scored against Tottenham when they got Chelsea banged 6 1. How long ago was that? Ages ago. I just went pretty wrong, but you can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like Fernandez always seems to be involved, doesn't he? And they have a great attack, Man United. They have Rashford, Marshall, Greenwood, Fernandez, Pogba. Just Cavani. goes on. Cavani. They're always going to score goals, and Fernandez always seems to be involved. So I, I... yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it's hard to know which one to have, Bruno or Fernandez, uh, Bruno or um, De Bruyne's tricky one. But it'll be interesting to see they're playing each other this weekend, uh, Manchester derby. Um, that'll be a so game, I think. That'll be an unreal game, yeah. Um, um, we'll do the last question because all the other questions kind of cover the same stuff. But um, this is from Toby. Wilson or Bamford long term? Which I think is a good question because they are, like, I would say the best two options for mid-range stuff, cheap strikers. I think Bamford is such a weird one because as a Fulham fan, been watching him the whole time in the Championship and he was really not great in the championship and now suddenly he seems to be really good he's, he's got like pace I didn't even realize that and he's a poacher he scores goals so you're thinking probably Bamford based on this season but can, can it possibly can Bamford actually keep this going because he really hasn't hasn't been that good up until this season and Wilson has some really good fixtures coming up so maybe in the near future Wilson but overall I'd say Bamford to be honest yeah, I keep on expecting Bamford to be like Pookie from last season. And yeah. he, he had this like run and I was like, Ugh, he's cheap, newly promoted side. He'll score it in a couple games, but after that he'll he'll dry out, but he just hasn't at all. So I don't know how much longer it's going to last, but um, I actually, it was, it's a tough call to be honest. I don't really know. Newcastle's both, next both three pictures, I think. Have you seen Newcastle's next? Yeah, I know. That's why I might bring him in. Yeah, Newcastle, uh, West Brom home, Leeds away, and then Fulham home. Doesn't come you, better than who, that. Who would you bring him in for, Lou? Werner. I need, yeah, it's just time for Werner to go. <laughs> yeah, fair. But I might then, not do that. And then would you upgrade someone in your midfield to Salah? No, I can't do that because I don't want to get rid of Son and I don't want to get rid of KDB and I don't want to get rid of Bruno. The thing I probably will do is make Werner into like Brewster or even cheaper, and then Jota into Salah. Okay. Can you do that? I can do Werner into 4.3, the lap, and Jota to Salah right now, but Salah's going to rise overnight, so I have to do that now or I won't be able to. Yeah, mate, do that. Are you going to? Do it now. Do it. I actually don't know if it's the right option. I think it is, because I think, but my team would be, (laughs) my strikers would be the lap, Welbeck and Calvert-Lewin. That's that's pretty Oh, peak, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, do it. <laughs> yes, do it. Gone. Another minus is, four. I will. I think. Uh, I think Salah's going to wreck Fulham. Sam, do you think that as a Fulham fan? I thought that we were actually pretty good against Man City defensively. We looked, we worked hard, and I don't think Liverpool are as well organised in attack as Man City are because they just broke us down, and I feel like. Fulham actually have quite a good shape. I know it goes against like what seems to be like everyone's everyone sort of the way they imagine Fulham to be, just useless defensively. We're actually not. We're quite we've got quite a good shape. I think Liverpool won't be able to break us down as effectively as Man City will. But I might be completely wrong. Um, but 
obviously Salah looks good against Fulham at home. I'm not saying he's not going to score, but I, I'm not, I'm not like itching to bring him in. I saw a tweet that said that so Sterling got all the space in that Fulham game, which is Mane's side. And Mares, they managed to nullify it a lot better down. Yeah, side. because we put Deckard over Reed, who's actually a winger, as that right wing back. So that yeah. would have been why um, Sterling got so much space. And we have Robertson, who's actually, I mean, not Robertson, Robinson, who's actually really quick and He's strong. Quality, yeah. Who would be up against Salah. So maybe Mane, Louis. I'm not going to do that for Mane. And then you, wouldn't, then you wouldn't have to wait. You wouldn't have to do it now as well. You could wait till. But I also would own Mane, not Salah. Uh, okay, that's enough for part one. Um, listen for our differentials in part two. Part two, this is where we uh, get competitive and compare our differentials. So three players, 10% ownership overall. Uh, Joel, who were your three for this week and how did he? Uh, awful. Uh, this is so bad. Uh, two of them didn't play a single minute. Um, <laughs> and then the other one got two points. So I had, I had, I, I mean, I had Foden and, and, and Antonio. Uh, Antonio was a bit of a risk. I knew that before, but I still back him long term over the season to be decentish, cheapest striker. Was rubbish this week. Obviously, didn't play. Foden just it's the last time I'm going to say his name. And um, yeah, Leicester aren't. I know they won, but they're not looking. They're not looking as good as they were the first part of the season. So uh, yeah, for fun, like looks class, but he's not going to get you many points over this season. I don't think. Yeah, it was abysmal. Nice. Two points from three players. Uh, Sam can beat that. Okay, so in defence, I went with Johnny Evans. Um, he got two points, which really isn't that great. Uh, I went with Che Adams in attack, who we just watched him, and he was absolutely terrible. So <laughs> I'm just going to say to all fancy players out there, don't bring in Che Adams because I really think he's going to go on a dip now. He, last game as well, the game before, he did nothing. Honestly, he, he barely moved. Just don't bring him in. Um, he's our, definitely our, was a differential the week after. Yeah, <laughs> our, yeah but I, I thought that was just like a blip, but it's not. It's, it's a continuing thing. Our close mate Joe Tully has done it and he is really poor at fantasy. And So take that as an example. He did it and he's bad. Um, I did it weeks ago when he was playing well, and I'm taking him out a- ASAP. Um, in midfield, I have Ferran Torres, who didn't even start and didn't come on. So that is two, four points for me. <laughs> four, so four Jeez. places so far. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I went for Van Anholt, who got five. So that already makes me the winner. <laughs> he, got, he got one assist uh, in a 5 1 win. Uh, he continues. He's our he's our he's our favourite guy. He, he is really good. He should get more points yeah. than he does. Yeah, he's class. He's class. And then Dude, feels, can, I, can, can I say I, I said his name the first week he was back from injury. I said his name. I just it's not like that's the one really thing well. you've got right this, this season. <laughs> he almost scored a banger though. I don't know if you watched the game, but he almost scored an absolute banger. It was an unreal strike going in the top corner and a brilliant yeah. save. So yeah, he could have had good. could have had an extra six on top. So. And probably three mm. bonus. And then I went for Mares, who got four because he got a weird bonus point. So he got a clean sheet. But, so that makes nine. And then Tammy Abraham, who got one. Sammy. I didn't realise Giroud would score Shock four goals that. in midweek and he'd get dropped. <laughs> 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 
still yeah. way better than us. Yeah, I, I win, but not with flying colours. I love how you uh, say, like, you didn't realise Jury was going to score four goals as if otherwise Abraham would have started and scored like he hasn't been used this all season. <laughs> he hasn't been used this all season at all, actually, Sam. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he actually hasn't, though. Uh, okay, differentials this week. Uh, Joel, do you want to go first? Tell the listeners what they shouldn't do. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Mine are all right this week. I've got a target in uh, in defence for uh, Villa. He's uh, 2.6%. He's only 4.5. Away to Wolves, but without Jimenez, I don't know if they're offering that much going forward. I know they've got Neto Pondons, Toro, but... They, they Is that pon- Pondons, Joel? Is that Pondons? <laughs> yeah, Pondons. <laughs> um, yeah, are Pondons. pondons. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, how do you say his name? Pedence. Pedence. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, uh, yeah, so and then I've got uh, Theo Walcott, zero point nine percent. I'm not sure. Ugh. He was he was pretty bad today, and he got taken off. Quite yeah, a few games before that, he's he's been all right. But Sheffield United at home, Danny Ings is back. I don't know if they could they could link up. Why don't you bring him in for Foden? If he's... Uh, to be fair, I've got two free transfers this week, so I could do, but I don't know if Theo Walcott's the answer to my problems. Um, <laughs> he probably isn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he definitely isn't. Uh, and then I've gone for uh, Bobby Firmino up top, away to Fulham. Um, I just think... Uh... <laughs> this is like what I despise about this game, is that... For me, that was 9.2. We were talking about how many good premium players there are in there. There's no world in which you're bringing them into your team. So it's just not... Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, yeah, I agree. I tried to I, keep mine reasonably priced. I know, but but the, the point of this game is to win each which week. Point? Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. For me, it might grab an assist. I don't think you can do more than that. Um but <laughs> this is inspirational like, advice. <laughs> yeah, but you like you don't have to do much to win these to win these little games we're doing. So um, yeah, I went for Firmino, two point three percent ownership. The thing is, as Sam said, when players hit form, everyone brings them in. So it's, this game was a lot easier early on, but now you're kind of just left with. There's a reason people don't own players. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sam, can you go for yours? I mean, I know who your striker is, and I just yeah, yeah, okay, laughable. Yeah. I know because I I put my choices on our group chat and you reacted with a laughing face, which is a bit mean. But anyway, I I think my defender is actually really good. Um, it's Aurier, and he's only five point two million. And uh, Tottenham Tottenham's defense looks just so locked down. It looks really good, and I think considering how well Aurier played against. Arsenal, I think he might well keep his place over Doherty. I think Mourinho trusts him more than he trusts Doherty defensively. Um, And then in midfield, I've gone with Pulisic. He's just come back from injury. Werner looks pretty terrible in front of goal. I think Lampard may well go for Pulisic on the left. He might start Werner, but not on the left. I think he'll give Pulisic a chance. Um, And if Pulisic can hit the form he was hitting last season, then that could be a good shout. Then up front, I've gone with Lacazette. <laughs> my, my rationale is, I do think Lacazette has been pretty awful um, in general in his Arsenal career, this season particularly. But um, 
oh, what's his name? Arteta, has, he seems to have found a new role for him, which is just behind the striker, which has been a Bamiyang for the last few games, um, in like a number 10 role. And don't get me wrong, I don't think he's done it that well. But who, who else have they got, realistically? He doesn't like starting Ceballos. He's not got Ozil there. There's no one creative, really, in the Arsenal team. He's got a banger in the Europa League mid- midweek as well. So, you know, maybe he's got a bit of goal-scoring confidence going. I don't know. But, I mean, the main, the main reason, I, I looked through the strikers and the strikers that I could actually pick for the differentials that were, like, below 10% were actually not great. The strikers, the striking options are actually pretty limited. Um, and I might have said, if, I, before, if I'd watched the Brighton game before I made my differentials, I might have said um, Welbeck. Because to be fair, Louis, Louis, I actually think he got in some good positions. He looked lively. So I think that actually could be a good shout as well. You can go Welbeck instead of Lacazette. Can I? Well, okay, I'm going to go Welbeck then. Good, because to justify Lacazette by saying he's a striker in fantasy but now plays as a number 10, but isn't no, very no. good. Yeah. I'm really... <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think it's a great option either. But I, as I said, I think we're pretty limited for strikers at the moment. It's 8.3 as well. Differential strikers. Basically, I wouldn't go with any differential strikers. I'd just go, like, yeah. to benefit our listeners, I'd just basically go with Calvert-Lewin, and Kane and Ings Can I counter that, Sam, with my picks for this week? Because I actually think I've got a good striker. He just yeah, yeah, gone. Uh, and is back from injury and will oh, start. Oh, yeah, but this is a bit, United. It's a bit of a cheat striker, though. Why? I've gone down because, because, because normally he would never be below 10% ownership. But he is below 10% ownership. Yeah, I know. I know. In fact, he's even quite that, a bit below that. That's why it sounds great. It's like, it's like Harry Kane getting injured for eight weeks and then coming back and you go like, actually, I've got a great option for striker <laughs> under 10%. It's not that insightful. You're just lucky that he's but if a listener and you, and you got into the differentials first so we can pick it. <laughs> no, Joel got Firmino first. Just... That is classic Joel, to be fair. I'm not going with <laughs> the obvious choice. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, my midfielder is Rafinha from Rafinha from Leeds, who is 0.1% owned and has actually looked quite lively. Uh, they play West Ham on Friday night. He got nine points away at Everton. Looked quite good. Um, it's a good goal as well he scored. Yeah, mad yeah, it was goal. a good goal. And he had like three shots that game. But yeah, he's just a good cheap option, I think, at 5.4, but probably not a lot more than that. Uh, and then my defender, I kind of wouldn't probably go for this but Semedo is what I wrote down they play Villa at home I think they'll go back to a five at the back after getting playing pretty poorly at four against Liverpool so I think he'll get a bit more I didn't see it did anyone see the state of his own goal yeah it wasn't really his fault Mane would have just scored at the back post but he just happened to get foot there first it actually came on Mane and then yeah it wasn't his fault so that didn't put me off but yeah so there's my three picks I think they're right. Yeah, yeah they're I think decent. they're quite good, to be honest. Difficult to argue. Yeah, Ings is a bit of a cheeky one, but quite like fair, fair for yeah. you for noticing that. Thanks. The only thing I'd say is just I reckon Aston Villa will probably score against Wolves, considering how badly Wolves played yesterday as well. Yeah, especially with Jack Grealish, the king. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Anyway, okay, that's enough for our differentials. Uh, hopefully they do a bit better this week than they have done recently. Okay, so for part three, we don't even try to give advice. Uh, we do a game loosely based on fantasy called Salah and Island. If you haven't listened before, basically Salah is the best 
being the, the best fantasy player and the most expensive. And Nyland is the worst. And we apply that to different categories so far. We've done rugby and president. And on the day Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather is announced, no, not really uh, because of AJ Pulev on Saturday, not that shit show. We uh, will do the best boxers, who we think could be the best boxers. That could be any weight category. Sam, who do you think would be Salah? I thought about it and I thought Reese James, because I think he's such oh, a yeah. terror. He's an absolute terrier. He oh, he loves getting down in the trenches. Yeah, and that's a great shot. I didn't thought that. He's the sort of guy who battled 12 rounds, win it on points, unanimous decision. Yeah, Reese James. And like middleweight as well. He'd be such like... Yeah, yeah. He'd love it. Joel, who's your Salah? Who are you putting up against uh, James? Oh, it's, it's kind of rogue, but someone like John McGinn... I just, I don't know. What is that? Do you not think? It's just like, it's like Scottish bloke, just like getting stuck in and, and just like swinging and chucking punches left, right and centre. I could, I can imagine him like having a bit of a decent chin on him. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't thought about this question much, but John McGinn was this random guy who pops into my head. Um, I cannot say I back that for a single second. Obviously not in like a heavyweight division, but in, in nah. like a in like a similar it's division. It's quite scrawny though. Um, I could imagine him having a decent punch in him. He'd be a bit of a scrapper, I reckon. Nah, but he wouldn't be your Salah. He'd be like your like Ben Teke or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like middle of the road, like nothing special. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you can't John McGinn is the best option. Uh, what about <laughs> Nyland. I, I don't want to see Tarek Lamperty get punched in the face particularly. <laughs> <laughs> There's something quite sad about that. Yeah, yeah to be fair, it yeah, always looks great. like he's crying. <laughs> All really happy. Yeah. Cool. yeah I I, wait, okay, I've got someone to, to replace John McGinn. Richarlison. Oh, yeah, yeah, I bet that, to be fair. He would be dirty. Oh. He would... Yeah, he's quite nasty on the pitch. Yeah, right? yeah, just, yeah. You'd just love to just punch him, wouldn't you? Oh, we haven't said Mitrovic yet. He, he would. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's doing the Mike Tyson bite, though. I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Was well, someone I was thinking for Nyland. He's come up, I think, maybe even both times for our previous Salonai. <laughs> I think I know who Ma- you're going to say. Mares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mares is a boxer. It'd be comical stuff. <laughs> You'd love to see it, wouldn't you? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's Mahrez awesome. versus Mahrez versus Kai Havertz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Havertz wouldn't offer much either. That's a good shout. Anyway, um, in terms of heavyweights, what about Andy Carroll? Oh yeah, good shout. He does get injured constantly, so I don't know how well he'd take punches. Oh, I reckon Paul Pogba might be quite good. You know, Ugh. he would quit on after like round one, wouldn't he? Yeah. No, but he'd be quick. Yeah. I can imagine being like Muhammad Ali. I've got, I've got another it's good shout. It's a little shout. dancer, you know, a little dancer. <laughs> was that an accent there, Sam? I don't know what that was. <laughs> I don't really know what it was either. <laughs> uh, I've, got a good, I've got another good idea for um, uh, Nylon. The Leeds goalkeeper, Meslier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good he shout. He looks like a little rat that would get. But the thing switched. is, don't you think goalkeepers would be quite good with their hands? Yeah. That's a decent point, mm. but he looks pretty puny. Um, I think he would 
Like, yeah, that's a really good shout. He wears short sleeves and is a goalkeeper <laughs> quite a lot as well, and I don't like that. <laughs> um, but no, I, I haven't really thought of any heavyweights. I'm trying to think of like Tyrone, Tyrone Mings or someone, but he's probably yeah, Tyrone stocky, Mings. I like stocky that. enough though, maybe Harry Kane. I, nah, his hair's too nice. Oh, his hair's awful. I hate I Harry Kane. Nice no, as as in his hairline is terrible, but his hair is quite nice, you know. Yeah. Jordan, Joel... Pickford. Jordan Pickford would be. Oh yeah, like... yeah. Oh, he'd be like he'd be like George Groves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he gets stuck who, in. Who would Pickford would frotch, love it. Who would be your Frotch Groves? Frotch Groves too. I reckon Pickford, one of them. Who's your Frotch? If Pickford's Groves and Frotch is kind of the the best like, and more experienced, but Joe Hart or Joe Hart, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe Hart versus Pickford works quite well. Yeah, yeah you'd Hart want Joe Hart. You'd want Joe Hart to win. Live at Wembley. Right. <laughs> Let's make it happen. I mean, if I'm if trying if trying to create if, a name for the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> Pickford Hart live at Wembley. Ooh, in front of eighty thousand Ireland. Yeah, Keffer, great out. It's always Kepper for Nyland, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it may as well be Kepo's Nyland in football as well, to be honest. Well, yeah, Kepper and Mares, and then Mitrovic always ends up on the other end. Of- <laughs> yeah. No, 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 because Mitrovic was on Nyland for president. Yeah. Except then you said he was really nice or something. I actually think he is really nice. I think he probably wouldn't be that aggressive a boxer as well. I reckon he'd be really gentle <laughs> and respectful the opposition. Mm. Final one because we probably have gone on too long with this concept. But what about Jamie Vardy? Where would he be priced? Oh, because I don't know. I, I reckon he'd be high. Yeah, you can I imagine him being high. able to take a hit, and yeah. his hands would be rapid if anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't give up either. He'd be, he'd be, he'd be like Tyson Fury. If he get knocked down, he'd get, he'd get back up and get stuck yeah. in. Yeah, Jamie Vardy's great shout. He's right, having a party. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, that's all we have time for today thanks for everyone who sent in questions um we'll try and make that a more regular thing if you have any more and we you think we answered them well which we probably didn't if you don't already follow us on at midnight fpl uh thanks so much for listening <laughs>